0: You already know that Illegal Pete's makes delicious, mission-style Mexican food.
1: But did you know that Illegal Pete's uses its marketing funds to support Colorado creative talent that we love?
0: We support the Denver Diatribe Podcast, the Grawlix Comedy Showcase, Rocky Mountain Roller Girls, the Yellow Designs BMX Stunt Team, Apex Movement Parkour Team, the Underground Music Showcase, and more.
1: We even have our own record label, The Greater Than Collective, with albums by The Epilogues, Snake Rattle Rattle, Rattlesnake, Esme Patterson, Ian Cook, and comedian Ben Roy. And a starving artist program that feeds out-of-town bands traveling in Colorado for free.
0: Illegal Peace. We're more than just a restaurant.
1: So, let us put our food
0: and music and comedy and sports
1: inside you, please. please. Baseball season kicks off this week and Denver is buzzing about the Colorado Rockies. We wanted to find a guest today who could talk to us about baseball, give us some intelligent predictions for the season, but we didn't want some talking head or front office PR flack. We really wanted someone who understands, at their core, how it really feels to watch the Rockies play.
2: I will tell you right now, I am still real fucking miserable.
1: (laughs) Yep, kind of like that. I think he'll do nicely. Denver, Denver,
2: I'm from Denver, 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 I'm from Denver, 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 I'm from
0: Denver, 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 I'm Run Denver, 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 I'm Denver, 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 I'm Denver,
1: Denver, Denver, I'm Hello and welcome to the Denver Diatribe, a weekly podcast about Denver, Colorado, the home of those purple pitching problem children, the Colorado Rockies. I'm Ron Doyle. This week, comedian Ben Roy joins me to talk baseball. I sat down with Ben earlier this week in the green room of Lanny's Clocktower Cabaret, where he was headlining for Illegal Pete's Greater Than Social Club. Have you always been a baseball fan?
2: Um, uh, For quite a while. I grew up in New England, so Red Sox nation, but yeah. I converted, uh, you know, after a few years of being here. I got out of that bullshit. I was like, I hate big baseball. Fuck the Yankees. And then I'm like, wait a second. The Red Sox are just as big as... a. You know, money team as anybody else. Most
1: of us know Ben Roy for his loud, frenetic tirades on stage as a stand-up comic and the rage-filled, emotionally-conflicted characterization of himself that he plays on his web series, The Grolics. In real life, he's much more reserved and thoughtful. Baseball, especially baseball played at Coors Field, seems to be his happy place.
2: If you're behind um, home plate, straight up on, th- on third, uh, you get the mountains right back there, and the middle of the summer, like the sun... When it sets and you get those rays coming up, I mean, there's nothing better than that. Just that, that, that to me is, I'd go every night.
1: As we all know, the Rockies are hoping to recover from a miserable season last year. and Part of their new strategy involves bringing classic players back into the mix. It's been 16 years since Walt Weiss last played for the Rockies as a shortstop, and 18 years since Dante Bichette and his magnificent mullet hit the first home run out of course Field. But both men are back. And in the dugout, Bichette as the new hitting coach and Weiss as a first-time manager.
2: The Rockies' their mantra, their slogan for the 2013-2000 this season should be: "We're getting the band back together," because that's <laughs> what it feels like. They're all like, "We're getting the band back together." We got Dante Bichette back in the clubhouse. We got Walt White. He, Walt Weiss. He was here at one point. Oh man, we've we've we brought. Jeff Francis back last, Corpus was at spring training, you had, like, uh, uh, you brought your Vittorio Alba, which I think is the one bright spot within all the other things that, and then they signed Cookie to a minor league deal. Now, I love Cook, but but he is, this was six years ago that they went to the World Series. A lot (laughs) of aging happens, you know?
1: That's right. It's been six years. Six years since Rockies made their first and only ascent to the World Series. For loyal fans like Ben, that year remains the watermark, the high point of their memories.
2: The 2007 season where they went to the World Series, I went to the tiebreaker. I went to all three games against the Arizona Diamondbacks leading up to the tiebreaker game. I went to the tiebreaker game with the San Diego Padres where it went into extra innings. That amazing finish. I went to uh, game three of the NLDS, game four of NLCS, and I had tickets to game five of the World Series. My favorite game and best time was that tiebreaker game. I've never seen a place so electric. And, like, when when Matt Holiday slid in on his face and the guy threw his arm, our whole row toppled like dominoes, hugging. Like, every we were <laughs> laying on the ground. Like, it fell over. Everybody was like, what you know and just cups and everything it was just it was pretty pretty special like thing to see it was just amazing
1: so do you think that's made you like fan for life
2: yeah i mean i, I was a fan you were a fan anyway prior to that i mean i've been going to opening day since a couple of years after i moved here in 2001 so since 2003 i've been coming i've been to every opening day since and i i go to a lot of games during the season
1: right uh, so so tell me what's What's the, what's the official word on this season? What do you make make a prediction for me right now? What's what's going to happen? The Rockies have already
2: lost one game. They won another. They're playing tonight. I say the Rockies go. um, They go one hundred and sixty-one. They go uh, yeah one one sixty-one and two. Uh, It will be their end record. Uh, they will sweep the postseason in, th- in just three games, all of the postseason. I mean, it'll just be <laughs> such a blowout that, uh, the whole postseason gets wrapped in three games. Um, actually, what I think will happen, <laughs> right? <laughs> I love this team, so I'm being optimistic. I hope that they come out and they clinch one of those extra wild card spots, you know what I mean? But, yeah, um, but realistically, I see them ending the season a couple games under 500. Walt, I, I think Walt Weiss figuring out his rhythm. I think they do better than last year. I think the clubhouse dynamic is going to change with Dante. Oh, I, Dante. I, I, tried to, I tried to tweet at Troy Rank, but he didn't <laughs> respond to me. Uh, I said, uh, who, who's going to sit in for Walt Weiss and, and Dante Bichette when they're both at Sturgis? <laughs> you know what I mean? Cuz they look like weekend bikers. Oh, they totally do. You know what I mean? Absolutely. They and I bet they just got such a like a tough guy like fuck off, fuck off. I think uh I think he's one of those guys that's just cool with whatever. Let Freedom yeah. reign. You know what I mean? <laughs> I think um but a uh, honest prediction I think I think this is a an adjusting year for them. I think Jorvit is a good thing. I think he'll work well with young pitching. Um, with Nicasio especially. But, I think they're better than last year. I think they put up more W's than last year. Okay. I mean, if, but, but it's hard to say. You know, I mean, it of depends course. on injuries. I th- I do think a lot of people had a lot of uh, good ideas when they question whether or not somebody as big as Tulo who's been dealing with hip and groin injuries should continue to be at shortstop. I think for the benefit of the team, you put somebody who's smaller, younger, and faster, who's less prone to injury. His bat is what's going to get us his defense is great but if what's the cost if he continues to injure himself yeah exactly you know
1: so so for people that don't know anything about baseball which i think is a lot of our listeners um who who should they be paying attention to for those of us that like to go out and just sit like you were talking about the colorado Mm -hmm. typical colorado folks we like to go we enjoy the sun and the beer but we don't really pay much attention to what's going on down there who should we be watching uh this year either new, new
2: players or who? Kargowitsky, that two headed monster <laughs> that bats third and fourth. The Kargowitsky monster. The Kargowitsky monster. The Kargowitsky monster. You watch, if Tulo stays healthy, they pitch different. Now, for people who don't know, if you have a very intimidating batter, be behind your th- if you go up number 3 and the number 4 batter is very intimidating they pitch much differently to you cuz they're not going to walk you they're not you know because they don't want to get to oh this next guy i think if he if Tulo stays healthy you watch that 3 4 they'll put up i don't see why together they can't put up 60 plus home runs and you know 160 to 200 RBIs you know uh,
1: do you do you think the money ball uh, method has has ruined baseball for the average spectator. Steroids are gone; the giant monster home run hitting festival is sort of over. Do you think that's sort? It's ruined things for the average person that doesn't know a lot about baseball. I hope so.
2: <laughs> As a baseball fan, I hope so because I'm tired of hearing people go, "Oh, it's so fucking boring." <laughs> Every game, if you have no clue what's going on, is boring. But if you're a, if you're a fan of baseball and you know the little minor the minutia that's happening and watching and if and if you're a person that goes no nobody hit any home runs that was that game was 1-0 that's a are you kidding a game were only run that means that that pitcher was on you know and every every you know like i, I don't i think it's uh, i think it's good um a better baseball is being played because smaller baseball is so much more entertaining and fundamentally sound and b um I, I don't have to deal with that kind of, look at him. He had a, I mean, everybody likes to see Ohm run, but when it's just a bunch of, like, half, like, like hermaphrodites because they've taken so many <laughs> anabolic steroids, <laughs> these, like, acne covered giants just plodding around the bases every at bat. I mean, Yeah.
1: Watching their breasts swing as yeah, they around yeah, 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 the yeah, bases. Yeah, 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 and their camel toe. <laughs> so, uh, what, what's your favorite way? What, like, the ideal Rockies game situation for you? What's, what's the best way to enjoy the Rockies? Uh,
2: uh, Mid June or July uh, night game, middle of the week. Nobody is, um, it, it's warm out. It's one of those nights where it's like 85 degrees. Um, my wife and son have something else to do. Not that I don't love them. I'm not saying that I'm one of those guys that's like, I can't wait for them. No, I mean, I, I, they're home or whatever, but but uh, one of those nights where they let me go and I sit by myself on <laughs> my own uh, with a bag of peanuts and a bottle of water and I just... Or with a, with a buddy. We just sit, spit seeds, talk baseball for nine innings. Nobody bothers me. This. Those middle-of-the-summer games, there are points where there's nobody in that third deck. You buy those seats yeah. cheap, and you can just sprawl out, and that that's, that's perfect baseball right there. Adam Catenholland and, and I joke that if, um, if we ever have any kind of real money and we're a real success, we're going to get box seats. We're going to have box seats in the television sight line, and every game will just be us with a— Uh, a slew of different B-list celebrities. (laughs) So like one night, you know, it'll be like, uh, 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 Oh, heck of a night game out here today at Coors Field. Oh, and speaking of night game, night court, it's Marky Post down in the. <laughs> you know what I mean? And like, uh, yeah, ooh, right. nice save by Tulo, and he flips it. Speaking of save, Save by the Bell, it's Adam Caton Holland and Lark Voorhees from <laughs> Save by the Bell. Played Lisa Turtle or what, Tuttle or whatever. You're yeah, right, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, i I love, like, that's, that's, I, w- I want so badly to be. W- known enough like a ben affleck size personality only so i can menace the clubhouse (laughs) (laughs) they can't do anything
1: (laughs) well if you want to help ben fulfill his celebrity box seat dreams be sure to check out his pilot television show those who can't when it premieres april 18th on amazon.com for this week's love and hate i asked john Reedy and colin daniels from the south stands denver fancast another podcast here in town to share what they adore and despise about the rockies take a listen Colin, opening day
3: is friday are you looking forward to it
4: it is afoot uh yeah i'm I, i'm absolutely pumped man I, i've got i got tickets i'm taking my 12 year old son he doesn't know yet it's going to be a surprise this year uh, i've taken him every year since kindergarten heading out to coors field with the family especially when uh, such a huge number of denverites are going to be there is something that i think
3: everybody would enjoy there's plenty of positives and we can talk about that but what are some of the negatives what don't you like about going to Coors Field what don't you like about the Rockies
4: well I mean obviously uh, it's after last season it's it's hard to like the quality of the product on the baseball field but frankly I'm optimistic about this year and when it comes to the fan experience when it comes to what Coors Field has to offer in terms of In terms of cleanliness, in terms of the quality of the facility, the setting of the facility, quality of concessions, the quality of the people that work there, I find it to be uh, an excellent product almost all around.
3: I would say other than the horrible losing that we will have to endure, uh, really the the only downside is when you go like on opening day. It's uh, the horrendous drunk fest that's going on.
4: And ah, yeah, that's, it's a downside to a degree when is, you're with your kids. Well, it's but, a,
3: It is when you're with your kids. But it, my
4: God, the quality of the women at that event.
3: <laughs> oh, Well, the, there is a lot of good people watching, and it, it is awesome. And if
4: by people watching, you mean staring at butts. I,
3: I'm completely in agreement with you. I, I, think, that's, I think that's what you're getting at. Uh, but it is, a, it is a great experience. And, uh, and as you know, I sit on the club level. So there's really I'm
4: painfully aware. There's really not.
3: There's really not a bad time to be had up there. There's, um, you know, roast beef carving station. uh, Waiters come down to your seat and will give you a beer if you order it. Um, It's it's really second to none. Well, that's all well and good. (laughs) But
4: I usually sit near a smoking area on the third level. Section 328 is my favorite.
3: Yeah, I don't know. I think uh, it's a, it's a great time, and opening day is, is is almost like a holiday here because people like to get out. It's it's almost like the breaking of winter, and now we're, it's we're, time for us we're to born again.
4: There's new grass on the field. I can dig it. Well,
3: I think uh, I think uh, you know the, the, there's a lot to look forward to with the Rockies, and not much negative. So if there's if there's uh, if there's any hate to be had, we're going to try to put that out of our minds and concentrate on the love. And isn't that the point with baseball? The
4: phrase there's always next year resonates. And and that's part of the popularity of the game. That's part of what makes it so fun is that you always have that optimism. It's springtime. The tulip bulbs are bursting from the ground. Your grass is turning green. The sun comes out. On Friday it's going to be 74 degrees. You can't help but be filled with the spirit of optimism when you see springtime baseball.
3: True, and I, you know what? Even though it's going to be horrendous come July, let's say, uh, it's still going to be great because I'm, I'm going to go see the fireworks games with my kids, and it's that's going to be glorious too. So, I are,
4: are you sure you're not going to be in protest mode by that?
3: Point? No, of course not. Why? Why protest? You know, as we discussed this evening, it's uh, it's it's still a good time no matter what, and you still want to go no matter if the if the product in the field is crappy. So it's it's really a, a positive all around, and it's nothing but a win win. And for the people who own the and team, it, it's, so, it's so
4: cool how they
3: mow the grass in that cool checkerboard pattern it
4: looks fantastic
3: and i I, I don't think you can think of uh, any anything I mean it's it's full of positives, Colin and I think uh, I think there's nothing uh, there's nothing better, so we're really looking forward to opening day and seeing the Rockies yet again Thank you, Peter Coors. Thank you, Dick and Charlie Monfort.
1: and thank you, John Reedy and Colin Daniels. Listeners, if you're hungry for real Denver sports talk about the Rockies and all of Denver's teams, be sure to check out their blog and podcast at SouthStandsDenver.com. That's all the love and hate we have for this week. If you'd like to share a little of your own love and hate, please leave a comment on our website, DenverDiatribe.com, or search for Denver Diatribe on Twitter or Facebook. This week's episode is brought to you by Illegal Pete's. For the second year in a row, Illegal Pete's will be running a Smother Autism campaign as part of Autism Awareness Month in April. Among other things, the restaurant will be donating $1 for every time a customer smothers a burrito to the Joshua School program in Denver. Our theme music is by TJ Miller from his Extended Play EP, and our web hosting is provided by BlueChannel.com. We leave you this week with a song from Chad Price of Drag the River from his solo album, Smile, Sweet Face. Thanks for listening.
0: Drink from the bottle like there's no tomorrow There may not be Smile at the waitress, the glow of the neon Look for the lucky man who's taking her home Search through my pockets, pull out the locket Some pretty young girl gave me years ago Keep the neighbors Arms tied around me windows and doors Are all board and chained I'm choking on smoke And I'm feeding on pain For the losers Motel vacancy Signs never changing, broken clock seems to be telling the truth. The time's standing still, and it probably will, till drunkenness strips off the dreams of our youth. These two losers will drink from the bottle. For the losers we we'll drink from the bottle there's no tomorrow it may not be, it may not be